Hello everyone. I hope you guys are having as much fun on this broadcast as we are. We love sitting here and sharing God's word with you. So thank you for taking time to watch or listen, maybe listening to a podcast or maybe you're watching here online. Uh, Beverly and I love being here ministering God's word. We believe there is power in the word of God. Well, we're so excited just to keep the uh, technology is such a blessing all the way around and you know of course I think you can overdo it on social media but this to me is the word of God being made manifest and you are such a great storyteller I mean at, at home Kent regales me with stories I mean not only is he funny but I mean he's got great life experiences and a lot of them I've experienced right there with him but others I haven't so I get to hear things at the same time you're hearing them sometimes so it's just a real blessing and thank you you are a great storyteller thank you Beverly and so are you and uh, we love the last broadcast where Bev shared some of her story about the Word of God and how the Holy Spirit touched her heart through the Word of God to lead her to a massive transformation in her own life and her family. If you didn't get to watch that, you can uh, go back on the archives and check it out. It's a very, very, very powerful story and a powerful illustration of how the Holy Spirit uses the Word of God. We've been talking uh, about Led by the Spirit. This is a book that Beverly and I put together, Led by the Spirit, What Benny Hinn Taught Me About Empowered Living. Beverly and I were supernaturally uh, led by the Holy Spirit, actually, before we even knew what that meant, uh, to Orlando, Florida, where Pastor Benny Hinn picked us out of a crowd of a couple thousand people and prophesied we would be in the ministry. Can you imagine? It was just a staggering event in our life and then prophesied we would be in the ministry with him. And so God connected us to this man, Pastor Benny Hinn. Can you imagine a young man that had uh, uh, immigrated from Israel to Canada, then to Florida, Beverly Knife from North Carolina, Beverly from me from Alabama, and the next thing you know, destiny converges. And we were there for 10 years, traveled in 60 different nations with this man of God and received a powerful impartation of what it means to be led by the Spirit. And so we've pinned this into seven powerful principles of revelation of how to be led by the Holy Spirit. Uh, we believe it's not just information, it can bring absolutely impartation and transformation. And so we wanna make this available to you. Our, we're very passionate about getting this message out. And so we wanna make it available to you. You can get it actually free if you want to at going to ledbythespiritbook.com. All you have to do is pay shipping and handling and we will ship this book to you. It comes along with some slides that we teach and preach by, which is you can do a Bible study with, but also, uh, seven seven minute videos so you can do a Bible study on the contents of this book absolutely free of charge. There's also an opportunity if you'd like to give uh, uh, or pay, you could pay for the book and by paying for the book, it helps us keep giving the book away to others for free. So it's a really cool combination, ledbythespiritbook.com. You're welcome to go and grab a copy of this, maybe get a copy for someone else and it will be a huge blessing we hope to your life. If you'd like to connect with us here and all we're doing at Word Alive International Outreach, all in Alabama and our recovery movement, you can go to Transformation community.online gives you access to a free daily email, which is chock full of revelation and prophetic insight. Also free access to an online uh, study on transformation, identity, alignment, empowerment, and assignment. And of course, there's an opportunity there that you can give and sow into the ministry here so we can continue to do these broadcasts and everything else we're doing around the world and globally. But right now we want to take you to a powerful testimony on generosity from Jonathan and Angel Brown. It'll be a blessing to you and then Beverly and I will come back and we'll share the word with you. I'm Angel Brown. I'm Jonathan Brown. 
A few years ago, we gave an offering, and after we gave the offering, we went back home, and we were just kind of talking about just different things God was putting on our hearts. And uh, He birthed a vision for us. He birthed a, a ministry um, in our hearts. And through this ministry, um, we've been able to touch military families. We've been able to give to uh, people in prisons. Um, God just has opened up opportunities for us. And through our giving, we feel like God connected us with different people, different ministries to uh, expand us. He loves a cheerful giver. We're excited about giving. I hope you're as excited as we are about giving because, man, giving is so fun. And we just, it's its a heart. It's a heart posture. And its it's aligning yourself in God's kingdom. And when you're aligning yourself in God's kingdom, He is connecting you to the people He wants you to be with. And He's aligning you to the people He wants you to be connected with. He aligned us with Israel. He aligned us with Christians there that are connected with our encouragement, and we're encouraging people with gifts from Israel. He aligned us with coffee from Honduras, and we're actually helping feed children over there because of giving, just giving into the house. It's so exciting. One thing Jesus said was, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And one of the things He talked about was that there you know, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from me. And by giving, you take and put your treasure up in heaven. It's like you realign your vision. It's like you realign your heart with the things of God to where it's like you're seeking first His kingdom instead of seeking first your own kingdom. By giving, we've experienced just debt cancellations, which is so like amazing. We were, when we first got married, we were in over $80,000 worth of debt. And in five years, just because of giving, we were supernaturally debt-free. And it's amazing. And so when we're giving, I just encourage everyone to give. Give from your heart. Give what you can, but give your best because God is looking at your heart and He knows what you need. You cannot outgive God. You cannot outgive God. It's exciting to give. Really cool testimony by the Browns. Oh my gosh. This couple has to be one of my favorite couples that I have ever had the privilege of spending time with. They are the most sincere, generous, giving, loving people. I've known Angel for years. And, you know, before, well, just so much travel and before COVID, I mean, and of course she has two beautiful children. We used to really be able to get together, but that gift just keeps going. And they really sow into so many people's lives with their encouragement, their strength, their vitality, their belief in being led by the Spirit. Mm -hmm. Just an absolutely beautiful testimony. And I just encourage you, keep them in your prayers. They're amazing people. They're doing great exploits they uh, are. locally and globally now they are. With, uh, with their generosity. Uh, if you would like to participate in generosity here with us, you can go to transformationcommunity.online. Gives you access to our emails, access to our free resources, but also there's a spot there that you can give your generosity, your tithe, your first fruits, your offerings. If you choose to do that, that's available at transformationcommunity.online. The book we're talking about today, Led by the Spirit, is available to you free of charge at ledbythespiritbook.com. Pay shipping and handling and we'll get that directly to you. Did you know that 2,600 scriptures tie generosity to righteousness? How about that? Can you imagine that? 
doing for others what they cannot do for themselves. And it's a powerful revelation when you realize the very essence of Holy Spirit is generosity. He is actually called the generous spirit. We've got slides available for you that we have created so that we can share when Bev and I are out speaking and preaching. We've made those available to you as well, uh, along with this book that you can get for free. Bev's gonna share one of those slides with you on generosity because it's a, such a powerful, powerful scripture. Well, and I love the slides because I'm a visual learner and I know that there are a lot of people who are audio learners, but I have really been lobbying for this for a long time. I believe people should have access to these. So this scripture really says it all. Psalm 51:10, creating me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. Wow. And then it breaks it down. The Holy Spirit is recognized in scripture as the spirit of generosity, as Kent just shared. He will teach you how to live a generous life. The key to spiritual understanding, knowledge, and being entrusted with the gifts of the spirit is generosity. Therefore, if you've not been faithful in the unrighteous manament, who will commit to you the trust for the true riches? We have I'm learned that. I'm gonna share on that in oh a minute. Oh my gosh, we have learned that lesson unbelievably. The Lord tests us with natural riches so he can trust us with spiritual riches. And then the Holy Spirit works not in the holding back, but in the letting go. John 3, 16, perfect scripture. For God so loved the world that whosoever believes in him shall live and not die. And this to me is one of the biggest principles. And Kent and I talk about this all the time. And look, it's a lot to go into. I can't do it all today. But when we talk about sin, I can tell you exactly what sin looks like for me in my life, in my existence in this earth. When you have something within the power of your hand. God didn't have to send his only begotten son into the earth realm. He didn't have to do it, but he did because he wanted us to experience the generosity of Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. So sin for me is when I have something, just as this says, the Holy Spirit works not in the holding back, but in the letting go. So he gives us natural riches, but he gives us material things. We may not be rich in the world terms, but we have an abundance of things. We have an abundance, abundance of resources, human resources, generosity, love, all of the things. If I hold that back and I don't give that, that's sin for me because that's how I'm designed. I'm designed to love big. I'm designed to give. I'm designed mm -hmm. to place every single thing that I have in others' hands so it can be multiplied. This is the gift. This is the, the whole uh, law of multiplicity. And so when you have something within the power of your hand to do it and you don't, then you're missing the blessing. And so can I have this conversation all of the time? It's not all of the things that are relegated as sin in the earth realm, it's what you're designed to do. And I'm designed to love and to give and to have a spirit of generosity. So now you've learned something about me. <laughs> it's very powerful. For God so loved the world that he gave his only yes. begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. The very 
act of Jesus, the very act of God's love toward us is the act of giving and the act of generosity. And so it's such a powerful part of being led by the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will always lead us right. into generosity because he is a generous spirit. And so when Beverly was talking about uh, sin, I find this very interesting, uh, a, a scripture that's always troubled me. Uh, I love the Bible. She's the word the, intrigued. Uh, troubled. Intrigued. No, it's troubling me. <laughs> let's, let's I am troubled intrigued. by the, <laughs> this scripture. Troubled. The ambiguity of it intrigues him. When Jesus uh, said something on these, he said, uh, "You, you say, you call unto me, Lord, Lord. Uh -huh. uh, you, you've done miracles in my name, but I will say, depart from me, for I never knew you." Now I don't know about you but that's such a troubling uh, scripture to me. So confession didn't get the job done, calling Jesus Lord. Uh, operating in power didn't get the job done. So that kind of covers the evangelicals and the Pentecostals. That's right. Neither one of those was what it meant to know the Lord. And so when I began to seek the Lord about that and say, what does it mean then? What is the Lord saying? The, the most obscure scriptures found in Jeremiah 22, 16. Here's exactly what it says. It says, to take care of the poor, to take care of the disenfranchised, to take care of the widow and the orphan. Is this not what it means to know me, says the Lord. And so the very concept and acts of generosity is the fruit of knowing the Lord. I can take you all the way through the scriptures. I've studied it thoroughly. The only three times I find people eternally somehow separated from God is the lack of generosity. The rich man and the poor man says there was a, they both died and they, there was a gulf between them. The poor man, the rich man was somehow in a place of torment and the rich man was somehow in a place of blessing. And the rich man said, how did this happen? He said, because this poor man sat outside your gates every day and you did nothing to help him. Therefore, there's a gulf between you. How about the, the scripture, I think it's also in Luke where it says, a man had so much stuff. He said, I'm gonna build big barns and just store up my stuff so I can trust my stuff and live a great life. And the Lord said, you fool, you'll die tonight. Your soul will be required to you. And then the big one, Matthew 25, that says on the great and terrible day of the Lord, when the Lord returns in all his glory and all his kingdom, he's going to say, you on the right and you on my left. And the people will respond, how did we wind up on the right side with you, Lord? And he will say, I was in prison and you came to visit me. I was sick and you helped me. I was hungry and you fed me because when you've done it to the least of these, then you've done it to me. So we see the focus and the power and the intention of God on the subject of generosity. I believe it's something we cannot ignore. I believe it is a non-negotiable to follow the Lord. If you're gonna follow the Lord, you will have to allow the Holy Spirit to teach you generosity. As Beverly said, the willingness to let go of our stuff so that we can receive from God. My goodness, I, I got so caught up in that. I was like, oh my gosh, this is where we are. And really, if you know this about yourself and you understand exactly how the Word of God has worked in you, and even as you're coming into your salvation, we have to all work out our own salvation. So walking in generosity is, to me, is one of the best ways. I think Kent shared this earlier uh, in one of our broadcasts. When he would come home, I, I honestly, guys, we were we were so poor. We really, we, we, it's like, we weren't poor. We were po. po. We, we couldn't afford an OR. We, we just couldn't. had a PO. 
shared previously in, in our <laughs> one of our broadcasts that we just were in debt to the IRS. We couldn't own anything. But I just understood innately the more I read and the more the seed of the Word of God began to take root in my heart, I understood that generosity was the way out of debt. The more I gave, even out of the little that we had, the more profound the experience and the more the blessings and the favor of God just began to pour into our lives. I mean, we, from that time until this, even though we did not have very much money, and frankly, to tell you the truth right now, we're like everybody else. We Sometimes we have a little more month than money. It's just the truth. We do the best we can with it, but it's the truth. But we are generous of spirit and we are generous of heart. And if we have it in the power of our hand to do it, we do it unto our own hurt. And that is just the truth. But it's how God designed us is who we are. We're generous people. We're loving people. We're giving people. And I encourage you, if you've not tried that, try it. It works. The first time I ever heard the Holy Spirit's voice, uh, other than leading me to Jesus, uh, I'll never forget it as long as I live. I'm sitting with Beverly in a worship service in Pastor Benny Hinn's church. Uh, it's offering time. Now, that's not a time I was expecting to hear the Holy Spirit. It was kind of like th that was the space filler, right? Like, <laughs> like we're just getting ready now for the real word. We have a revelation of tithing yet. And uh, so we're sitting there and uh, they're, you know, take, they're receiving the offering. And, you know, I think at the time, Beverly, I may have had $250 to our name, so that was our net worth. Uh, and uh, we're sitting there, young believers, just fo following Jesus, and all of a sudden, I heard like a voice say to me, give $100. Now, my first response was, I was like, I rebuke that in Jesus', <laughs> Jesus name, because that's half of what I have, that can't be the Lord, right? But I knew it was the Spirit of God, but I needed some affirmation, and so I thought, well, I'll ask Beverly her opinion about this, uh, and you know, hopefully she will have a different opinion and I won't have to do it. I leaned over and I said, Beverly, I felt like the Holy Spirit just spoke to me. She said, I know, he told you to give a hundred dollars. I was like, boom, how did you know that? She said, because he just spoke to me. And at that point, it was no longer about the hundred dollars. It's like, we were so thrilled that we, we had heard from God. God. God was talking to us. And to this moment, we're still so thrilled. And look, I wish I could say that a lot had changed. The number has gone up incrementally over the I'm years. still checking in with all, with headquarters. <laughs> Kid will say, Bev, you know, it's first fruits. What should we give? And I tell him, he's like, you need to listen again. I'm like, no, I don't think so. He goes, oh, I knew it. <laughs> so it's still, it's still uh, the struggle's real, my friends. But we are always obedient. We do to the very best of our ability because he's still speaking. The good news is, is we're listening. And at the time, that was such a lesson for us. I mean, we had had such a supernatural. Kent and I are in an arranged marriage. I don't know if y'all know this or not, but Holy Spirit arranged it. And before we really even had a chance to get to know it, like, Father God, Holy Spirit, and Jesus all stepped in. I think Jesus gave me away. Father God officiated. And Holy Spirit just gave us the power to make it happen. But it's the truth. It was such a supernatural union. And this book right here, this shares a lot of how that all happened. So you really need to get a hold of that because we don't have time to share all of that with you. But it's just the truth. 
God was talking to us. He's always talking and we just have to be listening. So to this day, it is still one of, <laughs> you can tell, it is one of the greatest revelations that we've ever had because the more we gave, you just cannot outgive God. That's just the truth. You cannot outgive him. The more you give and the more generous of spirit you are, Holy Spirit, the spirit of generosity shows up. He's like, I'll match that and wait, I'm going to call you one and I'm going to do even better. I'll, yeah, I'll share three powerful points with you that I believe will help, help you that's helped us. Number one, Luke 16, Beverly read it earlier, I think verse 11 says, if I can't trust you with unrighteous mammon, which is money, how will I trust you with true true riches, which are spiritual gifts? And so I don't know about you, but Beverly and I have always longed for the Holy Spirit to allow us to use the gifts of the yeah. Holy Spirit, right? For healing and deliverance and manifestations of miracles in, these, in, the, in this realm. And so Jesus himself teaches that he uses tangible money mammon to test us do you know the word tithe is 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 actually the word ten tent ten in the bible's test it's the ten commandments it's the ten plagues coming out of egypt it's ten is always the number of testing and so god will test us this is malachi test me god says with your tithe and offering if i'll not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out blessings you don't have room enough to receive so the number one thing god does is he'll test us will you be faithful with things you can see, unrighteous mammon, because it's the only thing other than God that the Bible says we can't trust. That's how Jesus said, there's just one other God you can't trust, and it's the God of mammon. It's the God that'll try to hold you in the natural realm to natural resources so that you never tap into God's unlimited resources in the spirit realm. And so God, number one, tests us with this stewardship. If you will be faithful in doing this, then I will release you true treasures which we have thoroughly enjoyed working with Holy Spirit, enjoying the treasures of heaven, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, because God taught us early on how to be faithful with unrighteous mammon. The second uh, thought is it actually releases reciprocity and blessings. Luke 6, 38, our dear friend Oral Roberts, who we had a privilege of getting to uh, serve him some and also be with him and his wife, Evelyn. They've gone to be with the Lord now. He was the father of the thought of seed, right? Seed, time, and harvest. And he taught us so powerfully, Luke 6, 38. It says give one time, but it says receive seven times. So it says give and God will give and God will give unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, God will give into your bosom. And he used to teach us what you give God with your hand, it'll take your whole bosom to carry away. It actually unlocks a, a realm of unlimited supply. I'll never forget, I came home from a trip one time in Beverly, I walked in, there was not a stitch of furniture in our living room. And I said, Dar well, there hadn't been a whole lot. To start I said, Bev, what happened? She said, well, we were we needed some new furniture anyway. I said, yeah, I understand. I said, what did you do with this furniture? She said, well, I met some missionary couple, a missionary couple that just relocated and they needed furniture. So I gave them our furniture. And I mean, she didn't keep like a chair or anything. It was just an empty room. And I thought, well, Lord, what are we going to do for furniture? The very next day I go into the office, Bev has just been obedient to the Holy Spirit blessed a missionary couple that would come off the mission field with furniture. I get into the office, there's a furniture catalog on my desk that somebody had put that there. That was open to exactly the furniture set that I wanted, that I had been praying for. With a check inside of it for, I think it was $2,500 that said, the Holy Spirit spoke to me that you guys need new furniture. You can't make this stuff up. This is unlimited supply. 
that God begins to unlock because you're faithful with the little and God increases it to much. And the most powerful point that we've realized is not only does it unlock us, but when we are generous toward others, it unlocks them. It does. And this is the, the scripture that says, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Let your good deeds be known unto men so that they may fall in love with your Father in heaven. I can't tell you the times that Beverly and I have been out and about and the Holy Spirit yes. would instruct us, give this person this amount of money, bless this person with this. And when you're obedient to that, it unlocks their spirit. It's yes. like it breaks a curse off them. It's true. Because, you know, what is it? Second Corinthians 4, 4 says, people are blinded lest they should see the light of the glory of the gospel in the face of Christ. Untold times, Beverly and I have been led by the Holy Spirit to bless an individual with a certain amount of money or an act of generosity in some way, and it just unlocks their spiritual life. Well, what we found, and I do want to encourage you in this because our stories, by the time all of these things were taking place, I can't forget that I had already given away a whole set of other furniture. I just, I got a hold of it early on. So by the time these seeds had been sown, and I'm going to read this to you, it's Genesis 8:22. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. So there's seed time and harvest. Mm -hmm. And so I want to encourage you, some of these things, they may take years. I mean, for sure. us, that's the season that we were in, but it was the end of a season of us sowing and the beginning of another season of sowing and reaping. And so I just want to encourage you that the word of the Lord never returns void. Once it's left your hand, the blessings never leave. It just goes out as a vibration and synergy throughout the earth realm and it lands and then it comes back to you. So be encouraged in that. We were we recently were uh, had the opportunity, we were out to eat and the young waitress came up to us and it was a waitress that we had met years ago in a restaurant and the Holy Spirit spoke to Beverly to bless her and help her financially and she did and was obedient and it unlocked her whole family she came to us just recently now it's been gosh five oh, six years my later least, yeah. she has three children her all of her three children her whole family serving the Lord whole whole families being blessed by God because Bev acted in generosity unlocked something for this person and now her whole family has been changed this is the power of generosity for god so loved the world that he gave and so we just want to encourage you the very power of the holy spirit is made available through acts of kindness and acts of generosity we write about this thoroughly in the book led by the spirit what benny hen taught us about empowered living you can get it we'll sew it into you free of charge you pay shipping and handling you go to ledbythespiritbook.com if you want to be generous and give extra we'll use that to send the book to others who can't at this time afford to get the book it comes along with the free bible study and the slides take opportunity to get this i promise you it will bless you and you will go into unlevel new levels of being led by the spirit Absolutely. Of course, if you want to be a part of our Transformation Community, you can go to transformationcommunity.online. gives you access to our emails, our transformational experience, and of course, you can uh, show your generosity by sowing your first fruits or your tithes or your offerings, how the Lord might be leading you into us here at Word Alive International Outreach so we can continue to do all that God is calling us to do. 
Beverly and I join our faith together with you today and we just say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your generous spirit. We ask you right now to begin to move by the power of generosity. Lord, as people take steps of faith in this season, we pray that literally the unseen realm is being unlocked. Lord, we thank you for the spirit of generosity. We thank you for the spirit of giving. We thank you for the spirit of unlocking untold treasures and unseen realms of resources as your people take steps of generosity in this season being led by the spirit. You said in Romans 8, 14, those that are the sons and daughters of God, they are led by the Spirit of God. So Father, we release the blessing of generosity today that is literally going to cause cosmic shifts in our natural and our spiritual resources. In Jesus' name, amen. Great prayer. Loved it. That. that was amazing. I mean, I was like, my heart is open, Lord. I want to receive that. <laughs> we bless you guys. Thank you for hanging out with us today, whether you're listening on a podcast or watching here online. We bless you. Thank you for tuning in with us, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>